gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Right Wing Vegan. It is Monday. It is the day that the Electoral College will vote. They're going to vote today. Uh, they are voting right now as I record this. And there's tons of news, man. There's tons of news dropping today. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of like drinking uh, from a fire hose with, sorry, I opened a pop. I don't know if you heard that. That was me opening a pop. Anyways, it's like drinking from a fire hose, man, with all the news that's coming out today. And We've gotten some reports. Uh, Wisconsin, their Supreme Court issued two opinions today, um, two decisions. It's interesting. I've seen different reports on each one. Some con- they contradict one another in a way. It's been kind of a weird news day, right? We heard earlier today, Pastor Mark Burns tweeted out that Julian Assange was going to be pardoned, which uh, created a firestorm on Twitter of people who uh, were hoping this was true. And then it turns out it wasn't true. Um, man, I don't know. It, we're, we're in kind of a weird spot. And I feel like these next couple weeks are going to be this way. And this is all coming off of the hill heels of a cyber attack that was reported today. Apparently this had happened months ago and it has been ongoing. And, um, you know, it turns out they got it. They got a, <laughs> They hit just about everything, man, uh, from the executive branch to the military. We don't know what they got. We don't know too many of the details. Uh, we just know this has been ongoing for months. And now it kind of makes sense why Chris Krebs was fired. Right. I mean, a lot of people thought it was over the election and maybe it was. But uh, if it was, it was a good firing, it turns out, because that man was asleep at the wheel while all of this is going on. Now, there's no information about this cyber attack in terms of the election. So we don't know if the election was impacted at all by this. Uh, there's there's certainly reports that uh, Dominion uses. Uh, let me see if I can get the exact exact wording for you because i don't want to be misquoting anything or misstating anything solar winds so there's certainly reports that dominion uses solar winds and if that's true i don't know if that impacted the election because we don't know now i'm going to be bouncing back and forth today i guess now is a good time to say if you like the show please support the show by liking it subscribing commenting and sharing it with someone you know we could uh, certainly use the support always, and we appreciate the support always. But um, there's a lot, there's just so much going on today. So I apologize in advance. This is going to be one of those episodes where I bounce back and forth from one thing to the other as thoughts enter my mind. But there's just so, so, so much going on today. It is a very, very newsworthy day. Now, I mentioned earlier the Electoral College is voting today, and it is important to know that as of this recording, Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania have sent alternate electors. So you have the electors who are voting for Biden, and you have the electors who are voting for Donald Trump. Both sets of electors are voting. So this does, this accomplishes two goals. One, allows Trump to continue his legal challenges, which are of the utmost importance because things are happening there. Things are kind of moving and shaking there. We haven't gotten a lot of relief from the courts. We really haven't gotten any relief from the courts. But there, there's still plenty of cases that are open and active um, that need to be heard. And as time passes, more and more evidence is revealing itself. More and more is becoming known. And I think, you know, lightness is shining on the darkness. And we're getting a little bit of that. And I think... As we continue to move forward, you're only going to see more of that, right? So it's good to keep those legal challenges open. 
and the possibility of those legal challenge challenges are open. Now, I haven't heard anything about Michigan. I don't know what's going on there. Um, I there's certainly reports and news coming out of Michigan that's very very interesting. So a, an audit was done on Dominion Voting Machine. Um, now this was in Antrim County, okay. And the reason why this is important is because this audit was performed because of that six thousand ballot shift, okay. If you remember, uh, there, there was, uh, you know, reports that the, the machine, that Dominion, had switched 6,000 ballots from Biden or from Trump to Biden. Now, early reports were this was human error. And this is what Michigan was saying, right? Michigan officials, the secretary of state, they were all saying that this was human error. But it turns out, you know, after the audit was done now, now, I guess I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. So they performed the audit and then the secretary of state, the attorney general was trying to hold the uh, release of information from the audit. They wanted a gag. Today, that gag was lifted and the results from the audit have come out and it turns out tons of votes were shifted, man. There, there are lots of evidence coming out from this audit, so much so that the individuals, the independent third party, now that's important to note, who performed the audit is saying that Dominion Voting Service is a national security threat. Um, they recommend that that all any county that used Dominion in Michigan should be audited. The Secretary of State is in scramble mode. She's ordering the, the that evidence be destroyed. I don't know how she's getting away with this. I honestly don't know how anybody is getting away with anything these days. I mean, when the documents came out a couple days ago with lists of individuals who might be tied to the Chinese Communist Party, I don't know how investigations aren't opened. People aren't questioned and people aren't fired. When Eric Swalwell was was found to maybe have ties to a Chinese communist spy, I don't know how he's immediately, not immediately removed from Congress. I think that should immediately happen. But we live in a world, in a system where these elitists have set up protections for themselves and nothing is going to happen unless we the people demand it. And I'm hoping that a lot of the people who are asleep, and there are many, many many people asleep but i hope a lot of those people wake up i hope a lot of this information wakes them up look at what is going on around you tons and tons of elitists are getting away with questionable activity and they're telling you constantly there's nothing to see here there's plenty to see here there's plenty to see and you know, I, I just don't, I don't like, I, I'm in a state where I, I am confused by a lot of the news that comes out, but I'm trying to figure out what the right path is forward. I'm trying to figure out how to present this news to you without getting your hopes up. It's just like a weird state to be in, you know, and, and in all honesty, this is going to play out. I mentioned earlier that, that, you know, two, that opened up two avenues, right? By these alternate electors. And the, the second avenue that that opens up is it allows for Mike Pence, the current vice president, to potentially have to make a decision which electors to, to accept. You've got two votes presented in front of you. Which ones are you going to accept? And Pence could easily just say, look, I'm not accepting any electors from these states. These states are in question. Neither of them get to 270. And now you've got the delegations voting, don't you? That's that's one way he could do it. I think it's most likely that nothing happens. 
that's what I think is most likely. I think it's most likely that nothing happens and that Joe Biden becomes the president because the system failed. The system failed. It's been set up for the elites. The American people, the Republicans are going to be fed up. The Trump voters, they're probably not going to vote in this Georgia runoff, which is a shame, in all honesty. But, I mean, man, you know, and in, in, in all honesty, too, going back to the Michigan thing, the Secretary of State there made false claims when she claimed that it was human error. She should probably be arrested, especially if she's trying to destroy evidence. She should be arrested. So there's just a lot going on, man. And meanwhile, you have China making all these moves. We're being attacked by foreign entities. I don't know. Texas wants to secede from the union because they filed a lawsuit with the Supreme Court and it failed. We're just in a weird state, man. We're in a weird state. And I don't know how any of this ends. I've been like trying to think about this all weekend. How, how do we get out of this? And, I, and I, I've been thinking, like, is there a way that we can get out of all of this without a divorce? It's like uh, one of those situations, right? You've been in a relationship for a long time. You know things aren't going to work, but you're struggling. You're trying as hard as you can to find common ground with a partner that you just don't have anything in common with. And when I think about the right and the left, if those are even two things anymore, um, I, I don't know that they are. I think I almost have to change the right-wing vegan to be something like the centrist vegan because I don't really know how what what defines right wing anymore i don't think there's a definition for it i don't think there's a definition for left wing anymore I, I, it's just weird to me it seems like a lot of classic liberals and conservatives have banded together and you just have the the neocon right and the neocon you know and the in the left and the crazy leftists and then you have everyone else kind of in the middle I, I don't know, man. What I, what I know is this, okay? How do you bring the country back together when we have nothing that we share in common? It used to be the flag, right? It used to be patriotism. That's what would bring us together. Even if we didn't agree on religion, even if we didn't agree on some, some cultural aspects, we could always come back to, well, we're all Americans. We all agree on the flag and we're all patriots. And now we don't even have that anymore. We've been divided so much that we can't even find common ground under the flag, under patriotism, under our love for this country. Because half of the side, half of, of the population in this country hates this country. So you just have this weird time where I don't think there's anything that can bring us together. And I've been thinking about it and I, I, I don't even know how secession would work in, in 2020. Every state is so reliant on other states that I, I just don't know how you would even make that work. So I don't know how that's possible. And while I want to argue that we're currently in a cold civil war, and I think that's obvious when you look at the control of information, when you look at the power that big tech has over us, I also think that we're in a hot civil war when you look at the Proud Boys fighting Antifa on the streets, four people getting stabbed, someone getting shot in Washington. I mean, you have all of this conflict on the streets. It's not widespread conflict, but you have it. Now, I think it's interesting because the media is reporting that Donald Trump got defeated in Wisconsin today, and that's not necessarily the case. There were two rulings, okay? So the blue check marks in the mainstream media, you just have to ignore this stuff and look for yourself. I've said it multiple, multiple times. I will continue to say it on this show every day that I do an episode. You need to look directly at the source, and there were two rulings that came out of, of Wisconsin today, okay? 
one addressed a wide swath of votes. That one, it was determined that relief can't be granted. Uh, latches was used once again, which I disagree with greatly because I don't know how you sue prior to the fact, but that's okay, whatever. The other one deals with um, confined individuals and people who are who are forced to be confined and it says that each vote should be determined on a basis you know a vote to vote basis and that they can be challenged that's a ruling in favor of trump because if trump can find these individuals who say that they are indefinitely confined and they can prove that they are not those votes would be thrown out so he gets an investigative team he does it and then he just he, he's it's a very short margin in wisconsin he could overturn that and he could win the state of wisconsin now i've always been under the impression that if one domino falls, they'll all start to fall. And I still believe that. I think if Trump gets one win, you know, a, a pile of wins will come after it. I think it's been an uphill battle to even expect a win. We knew we were losing. Again, we are not just playing against people who play a fair game. We're playing against people who change the rules of the game constantly. We're playing against people who will cheat without regard. We are playing against people who have you know the system built so that they win they have individuals in position in the system so that they can win we're, we're fighting a war against people who have the culture who have the doj who have the fbi who have everything but the presidency and that's who we're fighting and we're asking republicans to do something that is just not in their nature and that is have a spine and a backbone republicans typically are the party who turtle up whenever opposition is pushed at them we need them not. We need them to put their big boy pants on and get their mean face and, and stand up. Stand up and fight for our president. That's that's what we're asking for. And, and you see a little bit of that today with these alternate electors being sent. I'm honestly surprised this even happened. I did not expect even this. So there is a little bit of good news today coming out, right? You've got alternate electors in certain states voting. And then you've got this Wisconsin decision that's a little iffy iffy. And then... This this whole, you know, cyber attack thing, which which there needs that's not good news, by the way, but there needs to be a little more done done in terms of reading into that and looking into that and seeing how widespread the damage was. Um, you've got, uh, you know, this Michigan, this report coming out of Michigan, the audit. So there's there's definitely some interesting news coming. I think my prediction is we are in for a wild week. There's going to be a lot of dips and dives and ups and downs. It's going to be like a roller coaster this week. Something's going to happen in Trump's favor. It's immediately going to get shut down. People are going to people are going to people are going to do things. I mean, it's going to be a wild, wild week. But I think by the end of the week, we're going to know a lot better where we stand. I've said that every week. But here, here's here's another thing. OK, the executive order Trump passed in 2018. That gives him and and certain powers if there determines that there was foreign interference in this election that deadline is friday so if he's going to take action on that he has to take action on that by friday i believe and i'm not saying he necessarily should or shouldn't i think he should assess how widespread he believes this is this to impact and what he could do is he could invoke the insurrection act which will not overturn an election but it, he could invoke that act to have the military seize the Dominion voting machines and then have them audited. And if it turns out that the same thing that happened in Anarum County, Michigan, happened across the country, what do you do with the election at that point? 
the left paints this as the as as Trump trying to disenfranchise voters, but that's not the case because again, if any votes get thrown out, it's going to be because they were determined to be fraudulent. So those aren't real voters, those aren't real voices. Or if if you want to get angry, if your votes do end up getting disenfranchised, you can take that anger and direct it right at your local government because it's going to be your state legislator who virus legislature or your governor or your secretary of state who passed laws or who decided to enact crazy orders and edicts that were completely unconstitutional and violated the law of your land. If your vote gets thrown out because of that, well, you know who to direct your anger to. You direct your anger to the people who violated the Constitution. That Constitution, by the way, is there to protect you, protect your rights, to limit your government's power. You should celebrate that document. That document is of grave importance because it stops tyrants from taking over the government. It gives you rights. That that document protects your rights. And I see a lot of people speaking out against the Constitution because their candidate, their party that they backed, is getting a win violating it. And they're like, yeah, F the Constitution because we won. No, that is something you should never do. That Constitution takes precedence over any tribe, any team, any politician. It is the most important document in our country. And your state's Constitution is the most important document in your state. It limits your governor's powers. You shouldn't have a Gretchen Whitmer out there forcing people to stay within their homes. You shouldn't have a Gavin Newsom telling you you can't take a walk or you can't worship God because he he says so. Well, that's not how this works, okay? That document stands in front of you and Gavin Newsom and his army of, of cops that would enforce these edicts that are unconstitutional. And for you to come out because you live in Michigan and because, the, you know, whatever, Pennsylvania, and they passed all these laws that violate the Constitution, and you're just okay with that because your candidate won, that is setting a precedence that's going to allow your government to just take power whenever they want. And you won't be okay with it eventually. You might be okay with it right now because your team won. But if the rules change so much that you never win again... Well, I don't think you're going to like it very much. And it feels very, very much to me like there is a bigger force that is behind all of this. And I don't think that force exists. Well, I think it does exist in the United States of America, but I don't think it's being controlled within the, the confines of the United States of America, if you know what I'm saying. I think we have some foreign interference big time, not only in our election, but in our culture, in our country, in our edicts, in our rules, in our corporations. And there's proof of that now. There's proof of that now. These are not just the the uh, words of a of a crazy man. These are these are based in evidence now because of that document that was released, and that document shows names of individuals who are tied to the Chinese Communist Party. And what do you know? They're in Pfizer. They're in all these big companies, and they're in the government. Of course, they are. Um, it's just been a crazy week. It's going to continue to be a crazy week. We're going to continue to cover it. I want to apologize for not doing episodes recently every single day. And the reason is there's so much out there to cover. I want to soak it all in before I talk about it. I don't want to just come out and say something. The news is adapting so fast. Doing this podcast is almost pointless because by the time you listen to this episode, everything's going to have already changed. And everything that I'm saying is now old news. It's just really hard to stay on top of things because of how much news news is changing right now and it's going to continue to be that way so i made the decision i'm going to record these episodes and i'm going to post them and if they're outdate i don't out of date by the time you listen to it i don't know what to tell you just wait till tomorrow's episode and we'll continue to just be out of date until we catch up because it's almost impossible to stay in line with news news is, is happening just so fast just bam 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 it's impossible 
It really is. So more to come today. I'm sure other states will also send alternate electors. That's going to keep everything open. That's going to keep everything uh, available for the Trump team. And we're going to continue this process forward, and we'll see where it goes. Maybe or maybe not, Julian Assange will get uh, pardoned. I don't think so, but you never know. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, right? We'll see. But I want to thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it. Again, if you like the show, please comment, subscribe, uh, and share the show with somebody you know. Thank you very much. I will see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>